those are huge numbers. I don't think people realize how mainstream short-term rentals have become and how mainstream this is as, a, as an asset class now. Does that mean that you're just having one makes you money? Absolutely not. Those days are over. What's up guys? Welcome to another episode of the Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Sean Moore, and I'm here with my main man, Dave Smolich, for another episode of Whiskey Wednesdays. These are short, sweet, topic-based episodes. We're gonna go over a couple things going on in our world, some hot topics, and some questions that you guys send in that we can answer live on these episodes. And so we will dive in. Dave, you are uh, kind of the MC on this. You know, you got our topics, you got our what we're what, questions, everything. We got some good yeah, stuff today. Or, I think or, I'm gonna get a little badge or something that says producer. Yeah, MC we get, or get you a like producer. Do yeah. producers wear hats? Maybe we get you a producer <laughs> yeah. hat. All right. Yeah, we'll we'll get get a producer hat. Hat. yeah, we got good good uh, topics in uh, scheduled today. Okay. So first, a little something personal. Um, you know, what Grace and Wyatt are your children? Grace is quite the performer. Pretty busy and and pretty active in a lot of theater and ballet and and uh, performances and stuff. I, I mean, I think that's amazing. Um, and you know, she works really hard at it. She puts a lot of time and effort into it. But what's your schedule like? right now for Christmas and some of that stuff. You guys are pretty busy and yeah, have a lot of stuff. Pretty exciting. She's uh, Grace grew up, she came out and didn't ever, she never saw a mirror that she didn't like. And then when she <laughs> figured out microphones and stages, she's never saw one of those she didn't like. She's really fun. She operates a really high level when it comes to ballet, theater, all of that stuff. And so we stay really busy with her. Yeah. I mean, I know every parent, we all, we were all busy. We're right. always, kids get into stuff. Wyatt's got his basketball and his sports and everything yeah. else. And so yeah, schedule wise, it's like kind of divide and conquer all week long. She's in white Christmas right white now. Christmas, mm -hmm. okay. So she's in white Christmas and she's got Susan Waverly, which is a really kind of a main part. It's the only kid in the show and she's, uh, she does awesome. She's she's That's fun cool. to watch. We just yeah. got back and but she performs every night. I mean, she performs yeah. every night and then she has ballet performances on Sundays. And so it's there's there's not yeah. a break right now, especially holiday season, because yeah. now she's got she's nutcracker for the for the ballet. And so Teresa does an amazing job of getting her where she needs to around. go. Yeah. I mean, it's she's, uh, she's the soccer mom for sure. Yeah, for, oh, yeah. For Grace. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For sure. Running every day. And it's a it's a you know, the thing about it. She loves it. Uh, oh, uh, my Grace, gosh. Grace yeah. loves it. Yeah. And. You know, we've always talked about this, you know, several times offline, but, you know, with our kids is and we we push them to be good at whatever they love to do. Yeah. And as long as they love it, as long as they it's enjoy good. it, yeah. absolutely, you'll support them. And that's great that she really loves it, puts a lot of time and effort into yeah. it. Yeah, so. she absolutely <laughs> loves it. <laughs> yes, awesome. she's uh, her double. So there's a double, it's a two, it's a double cast, right? Because the show's right. every single night and then a couple shows on Saturdays. And the girl who's cast in the, the other cast has been in Fiji for two mm. weeks. Yeah. And so she's, so Grace has been doing every single night, a couple shows on Saturdays and, and just hasn't had a, a day off in right. three weeks and she loves it. Well, her double's coming back right. at it and she says, man, I wish you'd stay on vacation right. because so I'm having fun. You know, go, she just wants to be there right. every day. She wants to do it so all the time. It's fun, yeah, yeah but yeah. she's uh, she has fun with it. And then, you know, Wyatt and I usually go our separate directions yeah. with, with his, his basketball. And, and I felt like that was busy because it's three nights a right. week, but that's not. That, not that, yeah, there not, are some things. Yeah. Definitely uh, different interest levels and different yeah. sports and activities yeah. that are more busy than others, yeah. for sure. And yeah. that's that's one of them. Dance and some of those yeah, things. Yeah, theater. Are and I, I never uh, I never grew up in that world, so yeah. this is all kind of new to yeah. me. And uh, yeah. it's, she loves it. Like yeah. it's fun to watch somebody that's in their element, right. and she's Supports she's it. definitely in her that's element awesome. when well, she's on stage. Good job, Grace. Keep it up. Yeah, we'll, yep. we'll, we'll see you. We'll see you on Broadway soon. So <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> okay. Yes, we will. Uh, uh, trending topic today. Some numbers just came out recently. Um, mm. Air DNA and some yeah. of the the other platforms. 
We had a big webinar last week. Um, for those of you who were on it, it was awesome. You, you kind of divulged and, and kind of gave some details on those numbers. And it's pretty interesting, the year-over-year -year trends, mm -hmm. especially during the holidays, uh, and the increases of demand and so forth. So people always question, you know, what what's the demand look like? And is vacation, you know, homes, are they continue to grow? And so there are some, you know, pacing over the holidays uh, this year over last year, up 9 to 11%. I mean, that's yeah. a big deal. That's a huge you know, deal. Yeah. People are taking more time to vacation and to stay at short-term rentals. Yeah, it's been it's been a really, really eye-opening year when now that all the stats, and and it comes out every single quarter, and we watch it every month, but every quarter, they AirDNA does a big report yeah. on what the market looks like here in the U.S. as well as over right. in Europe. And the U.S. consumer has shown more resiliency through all of this, not just on the short-term rental side, but throughout like just all spending, vacation, right? Yes, I spending. mean, spending is just continues right. to, to go, you know, crazy, right? Yeah. They're, they're just, people continue to spend, they, they're, they're doing things. Travel has just way exceeded expectations for 2023. Mm -hmm. We're at the end of 2023 now, and it was just demand, the nights booked, the money being spent, it's up across the board right. and it continues to go up. I mean, when we when we looked at the off-season bookings, we're, you know, in the first of the year, we started to say, man, the, you know, this is kind of the slow time of year and and bookings keep going. Yeah. They keep coming in and demand yeah. keeps going up. The peak season was a really good peak season. Our off-season travel in most of these markets when it starts to really tail off, tailor off in September and October, we saw these this great demand. Now the holidays, you're yeah, looking I mean, at the even, stats here in the holidays. Like small and rural. Yeah. Uh, it's in this this breaks it down on like Thanksgiving, Christmas and New Year holidays. I mean, you're talking about like New Year's for the small city and rural markets up 48 percent year over year, year over year. That's year. crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, and that, I don't think people realize we talk about yeah. and so many people talk about demand being down. And, and we've been saying for show us where demand's down, right? right? There, even on our webinars. I do this live all the time on because I, I never do recorded webinars. I always do live right. and I always go with a live Q&A, right? And, and sometimes our Q&As are three or four hours, yeah. right? I mean, they're, they, these are like marathon type Q&As and, and it's amazing that people stick, stick along with us and we answer a lot right. of questions. But always there's a question of, hey, I'm in a market, my market went down, demand's down. I say, let me, let me look at your market. I don't think that demand is down, your bookings went down, but that doesn't, the market right. itself, it's, different. It, it's, mm -hmm. it's, I mean, you're hard pressed to find a market right now that's going down mm -hmm. because more money continues to be spent. And, and we're seeing the stats again for the, for the holiday travel. And I don't know if we call it resiliency or whatever else. I mean, but short-term rentals, a nine to 11% increase across the board, certain markets like the rural markets up almost 50%. It's crazy. That's yeah. a crazy increases year over year. When we're on the tail end of a, a wild uphill ride when, right. with demand, right? Mm -hmm. It's not like we're going up 50% on the start of a run. Right. We're on the tail end of a, a, of a big right. run. And, they still continue and they're continuing to, go up. to yep. go up. I mean, those are, those are huge numbers. I don't think people realize how mainstream short-term rentals have become and right. how mainstream this is as, a, as an asset class now. Does that mean that you're just having one makes you money? Absolutely not. Those days are over. And I don't think I'll go to the grave saying, I don't think those days are coming back and I'm, I'm pretty sure I'll be gonna be right. We're right. not gonna see that again. You're gonna have to operate toward the top of the market, right. but your share at the top of the market is significant. Right. And if right. you can understand how to operate there, it's a big deal. It can be huge a absolutely. for you, absolutely. And so it's, it's exciting. 
it's really fun. We see it firsthand every single day because of what we do. But and then just to get the validation of what we're talking about with the stats when they do come out every single quarter, showing showing that well, rise in demand, that continue, yeah, up. with yeah. nights booked, money being spent, all those different things continuing to go up. And it's just, I mean, it's it's fun. It's yeah. fun to see, and it and it just it's fun because it really validates again that short-term rentals have become a right. mainstream asset class. Well, and that's that's why we love this this side of it i mean there's there's so many amazing things about it but the, the continued growth and the demand that continues to go and and really the benefits of short-term rental i mean that's why we love it there's yeah. so many great things about it and it continues to be successful and, and grows grows yeah and so. and when it becomes what it is now and we're starting to see this is you start to get institutional investors investing in enterprise level solutions as far as software and tools and resources and all those different things that there wasn't the motivation for them to invest into this asset right. class on the on the tool side on the resource side so and all that is going to do is one help us become better hosts, right. raise the bar, better technology, it, all better of that, software. just yeah, better customer yeah. experience. And so now, now that it, that they're recognizing this is an asset that's here to stay, this isn't a here today, gone tomorrow right. type of a of a blip in the radar. They're realizing this is here to stay, and you're seeing a lot of money. It's going to be really exciting over the next year, year and a half, as some of these new products and these new developments that are coming out that a lot of these big institutional investors are investing in, mm -hmm. as far as resources and customer experience things that we were able to provide that it's going to be I mean it's just going to be a game changer yeah. it's going to be really really fun especially you got to remember I bought my first one back in 2006 and Airbnb wasn't even around right they were it was local classifieds right. and Craigslist yeah. and and so to watch the watch the maturity of the market right. change so different and it it's been a wild ride and right now we're just getting and I think that this year was a pivotal year for those big investors to see how the market would respond. It, it can sustain itself. Yeah, when after the after the kind of that COVID rush happened, it's like, okay, was that a blip in the radar or is, is this asset here to stay? Does the consumer prefer this as an accommodation choice? Yeah. And they're seeing that in it and not just like maybe seeing it. It's like, it's resoundingly, the answer is yes, this is a preferred right. accommodation choice with the dollars being spent in this market. Now that validates and, and gives the investors confidence, the big investors, the institutional right. investors, not us as, as property investors, the institutional investors to go in and, and, and invest in the resources now to take this to that next enterprise yeah. level. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I totally agree. And we're excited. And and it's exciting to see where it's going to go next. Yeah, so, absolutely. A yeah. um, couple questions here. How do you handle if a property underwrites great initially and then in a year or so things change? More competition, more properties in the areas. That is a Good question, but probably not the right question. And so, and I mean this with all due respect, the market itself, we just got done talking about, across the board, the market is is going up. Right. The, the more money's being spent, there's, you know, there's, there's more nights being booked. What you're feeling is, okay, there's more competition. There's always gonna be more competition. It doesn't matter what business you're in, you're going to have, you could have the very best property today. You build it from scratch, it, you see everything on the market, you build the best property in your market today. Tomorrow, somebody else is gonna build a nicer property, right. right? And so you're always going to have competition, you're always gonna have competition that has better properties than you. You have to understand to play the entire game. What type of an experience are you right. offering? How are you marketing. There's not one thing that changed or there's probably multiple things that you're doing different or you're just not doing any upgrades. You're un look at how you're underwriting as well because the way what I look at when I underwrite, I look at three things. I look at occupancy, I look at the revenue range as far as nightly rate. My 
type of property in that market, single family, three bedroom, for example. I wanna know on the low side, how much are those renting for and on the high side. And then I wanna know everything in between on those price tiers. And so I wanna see that price, that revenue range on average nightly rates. And then I wanna look at the total revenue potential. And that's a combination or a multiplication of the, the occupancy and then all of those average nightly rates right. that right. I can charge. I'm gonna have this revenue potential. And I have to say, okay, where do I fall on that? When I underwrite in a market that continues to have more and more money being spent, your revenue range typically grows. It also goes, it grows on the high side and it grows on the low side. Right. And so if you're falling more toward the low side, your job is not to say, okay, the, the market changed on me. The market did change on right. you. You're just relying on that. You're riding a wave. You don't want to be in any game where you ride a wave. You can either play the victim game and ride the wave, right? The victims, victims ride the wave and they say, I'm going to ride the market out. Right. All these outside forces and influences are going to determine how I perform. That's what I call the victim game. Or you you can play the game to operate toward the top of the market. And if you're going to play the game, play the game to win. To play the game to win, it ultimately means you have to do different things. And so what I would challenge you to do is to say, okay, where, what does that revenue range look like? What did change in my underwriting? Typically that range just got wider, right? In a market, especially the markets that we're in right now, maybe your revenue range was 30 to, to 80,000. And now that revenue range goes from 20 to 90,000. Right. Right. And so your top side is better, but so is your, your low sides. You know, you're the, there's more properties making less as well. Look at your listing, look at your property and say, what am I doing to continue to operate and push toward the top? And if I'm not doing anything, if I'm just riding the, the, the wave, look and say, do I want to play the victim game? And, and I know that that sounds harsh and it's not meant to sound harsh and sort of it is because I want it to be an eye opener for anybody that thinks that that's the case right now. That's not the case. Your problem is that you're not ad adjusting to a changing right. and a shifting Absolutely. market, right? Yep. And so one, we're always underwriting. Underwriting, I look at the markets, if, if, under, if the market didn't ever change, I would only look at the market in the very beginning and I would never look at it again. Right. Every single market I'm in that I own properties in, I underwrite that revenue potential every single month. Every month I look at the numbers and so that I know where am I where am I actually falling and if I start to slip down that revenue potential line then I have to look in the mirror and say what do I need to do yeah, to, to your to, property exactly to your experience yep. yep. you know who's doing a better job than me and, yeah. and you and know why? getting yeah. more business and getting their unfair share of business what are they doing what yeah. am I not doing those are the questions you have to ask no I think that's good you it, it's you can be the first property in a market and you're doing great and you're doing awesome but ultimately like you said somebody else is going to get a better bigger better property yeah. than you and you've got to do whatever you can to keep up to be better and it's a lot of that's part of the experience so Absolutely. yeah good 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 answer um last question um a <clears throat> little lighter um <laughs> was that was that me no, or what no, just Jeez. just you know just a little uh, just different <laughs> i guess <laughs> how important is a welcome basket for arriving guests and what should be in it because a lot of people you know they feel like, well, I probably ought to have a couple water bottles. Yeah. I don't know. Is that good enough? Or, or do we need to have a, you know, Harry and David, uh, you know, wine and cheese basket? Yeah. I mean, so. it, it depends on where you want to operate, right? Yeah. <laughs> on that revenue line. Yeah. If you want to be good enough and average, have put a some water bottles, put a couple water bottles out and a cookie, right? I mean, <laughs> If you want to be above average, I yeah. tailor my welcome baskets to my guest experience and to my target audience. We've talked about before, some of you've heard it, some of you haven't heard it, that 
I used to have a property that would cater to fly fishermen. Yeah. And that property would have a handwritten note and it would talk to them about my favorite areas to go fish, right? I would say, hey, listen, Dave, thanks so much for coming to the cabin. I hope you enjoy this as much as I do. And, and you know, I love every one of these fishing areas. I provide a map of my favorite areas to go fish on these right. rivers and the lakes. And I've highlighted, I actually highlight the map. And on the map, I have like a, a yellow highlighter on a bend in a river. And then I point and say, there's always fish on this bend behind this Turn lock, left right? left the third rock. Yeah, I mean, it, it, to, grass. To, seriously, <laughs> yeah. like I take the time to do that. And and then I have a box of hand-tied flies. Mm -hmm. um, I have a bottle or a couple couple of bottles of beer in there from a local brewery, because right. most of my, my target audience was a lot of guys coming in and they were coming in to fly fish. Right. And so that welcome basket, was tailored specifically for that target audience. Yep. And I got rave reviews about that welcome basket, yeah. right? Well, and it's, so, the, it's the little touches mm -hmm. that show you really care about your guests. And just the, yep. imagine them coming and saying, wow, this is amazing. Well, look at the time yep. that they took to do this. One of our cabins in, in uh, the Cherry Log cabin that we have, it has a custom s'mores basket. And it has this recipe book for all these different types of s'mores. And it has Reese's Pieces s'mores. It's got Almond yeah. Joy s'mores. It's got all these different kinds of s'mores. And so we have this recipe book. Again, we always have a handwritten note. And then we reference, hey, we hope you love it as much as we do. Right. Here's a, you know, it's really fun to sit out on the fireplace and test out all these different s'mores recipes, mm -hmm. check out the book. And then we have all of the ingredients they need for every one of those, of those different yeah. types of s'mores in yeah. the recipe book. That's awesome. And then we say, and by the way, when you leave, please take the book with you yeah. home and share these recipes with your family, yeah. right? And so yeah. that's a, it, it's, right. it doesn't have to be these crazy over the top welcome baskets. I'm a big believer that it just sets the tone Right. for an amazing experience. And we really try to be, we try to customize it to who our custom audience is, what they're coming in to do, and then having something more than just the typical water bottle, bag of chips and a yeah. candy bar, yeah. right? And yeah. so, I mean, at a very minimum, you should have that. Think yeah. about when you travel, if you get in somewhere late, you always do want water. Yeah, right. we always have water in the fridge yeah. for our guests, right? Yeah. And we had one of my members um, yesterday asked me a very similar question to this, but they were saying, hey, we were, we wanted to do, we have this, this, they, they have this crazy coffee bar, right? And so their welcome basket was around the coffee bar and yeah. it had the stir sticks and the honeys and the different types of coffees and all these different things. And their property manager was like, oh, that people are just going to take it. They're going to complain. It's not worth it. You don't want to have anything out but a couple of water bottles. <laughs> and they're like, what do you think? I'm like, well, I think your property manager is lazy, right? Yeah. That's, I'd have a different property manager, you yeah. know, that's good enough. Like that's what a lot of people are gonna do. Right. But if you're trying to raise the bar and be at the top of your market, do something better. Absolutely. Be better, yeah. right? And yeah. so I think that welcome baskets set the tone Absolutely. to be better. Yeah. And it should be a thought out welcome basket. Like in our masterclass course, we have like a dozen different types of welcome baskets for the chocolate lovers, for the fitness fanatics, for the coffee yeah. lovers, all these different things. And we give examples of what to put in them, but just, just be creative yeah. and have fun with it. Yeah. And people are like, well, logistically, isn't that a pain? How do you do how do you do the maps and how do you do the, the yeah. handwritten notes? It's not hard if you think about it. Again, most properties are gonna have fifty to sixty people in it that come through your property in a year. Right. Absolutely. So what we do is we take the time to write 50 handwritten notes out. Yep. We highlight 50 maps. Yep. I get 50 boxes of, uh, of flies. I do the exact same, but I get 50 s'mores recipe books. I write 50 handwritten notes out. I do it once a year. And then I have it in, a, in owner's closet 
and yeah, our manager, our cleaner, yeah, I take do, a picture of it, how to instructions, put it Absolutely. all they do is set it out. We do the same thing down yeah. in St. George. We yeah. have families that come down there. So our, our welcome basket is catered to families. Right. It's got a lot of different candies yeah. and different things for the kids. We're going, we just do it once a year, right? Yeah. And, and we have all the supplies. We have a picture of how it's supposed to be laid out. Our cleaners, when they turn over the property, they set it all out and it looks like they have this custom experience every single time somebody yeah. checks in. That is lighter. I wasn't, I wasn't <laughs> less winded, I guess. I kind of like that. All I, right. I kind of got excited. It's almost lunchtime. <laughs> so I was going <laughs> to say, you should get some sports. Hey, don't something. tell them we do this in the mornings. I'm drinking whiskey at, in the morning when we record these. <laughs> we do them all times a day. Sometimes we'll tell you. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, good, good session today. Okay. Uh, good answers. Good awesome. advice. So. Okay, we'll wrap it up then, huh? Yep. All right. No more questions. No right. more. I That's it for today. Okay. Nope. All right, guys. We will wrap it up then. We appreciate you spending your time with us. We know how valuable it is. At the end of every episode, I ask you two favors. The first is if you got any value out of this, or you know somebody else who would enjoy these shows, please share it. Those things help us spread the message and spread the news. And if you have more than thirty seconds, leave us a review. Give us a thumbs up on whatever platform you're watching or listening on and the final challenge and and the, you know the thing I always ask you to do at the end of every episode is to go pick that one thing you can do today start building that life you don't want to take a vacation from cheers my friends cheers buddy cheers man